So this morning, I must say welcome to everybody who signed in. Uh, this morning I'm going to be using Common Prayer again for the 25th of April and that's accessible online at commonprayer.net and the reading I'll be taking from the lectionary and that is Acts 25 sorry Acts 12 verse 25 to chapter 13 verse 13 O Lord let my soul rise up to meet you as the day rises to meet the sun Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be for ever. Amen. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. Show us your way, Lord, and we will walk it to the end. And this morning's psalm is uh, from Psalm 119, verses 33 to 38. Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I shall keep it to the end. Give me understanding, and I shall keep your law. I shall keep it with all my heart. Make me go in the path of your commandments, for that is my desire. Incline my heart to your decrees and not to unjust gain. Turn my eyes from watching what is worthless. Give me life in your ways. Fulfill your promise to your servant, which you make to those who fear you. Show us the way, O Lord, and we will walk it to the end. I'm just going to repeat that last statement. It means such a lot, doesn't it? Show us your way, O Lord, and we will walk it to the end. And so today's reading from the book of Acts, chapter 12, starting at verse 25. And it's appropriate, this reading, actually, uh, today when the church uh, celebrates, recognises Mark the Evangelist, that we have John Mark traditionally identified as Mark, uh, with Paul, Saul as he was then, and Barnabas. So, verse 25. When Barnabas and Saul had finished their mission, they returned from Jerusalem, taking with them John, also called Mark. In the church at Antioch, there were prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manaen, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshipping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. 
So after they had fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. The two of them, sent on their way by the Holy Spirit, went down to Seleucia and sailed from there to Cyprus. When they arrived at Salamis, they proclaimed the word of God in the Jewish synagogues. John was with them as their helper. They travelled through the whole island until they came to Paphos. There they met a Jewish sorcerer and fake and false prophet named Bar-Jesus, who was an attendant of the proconsul Sergius Paulus. The proconsul, an intelligent man, sent for Barnabas and Saul because he wanted to hear the word of God. But Elymas the sorcerer, for that is what his name means, opposed them and tried to turn the proconsul from the faith. Then Saul, who was also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked straight at Elymas and said, You are a child of the devil and an enemy of everything that is right. You are full of all kinds of deceit and trickery. Will you never stop perverting the right ways of the Lord? Now the hand of the Lord is against you. You are going to be blind, and for a time you will be unable to see the light of the sun. Immediately, mist and darkness came over him, and he groped about, seeking someone to lead him by the hand. When the proconsul saw what had happened, he believed, for he was amazed at the teaching about the Lord. Well, what do we make of that one? That's quite a passage, isn't it? Um, and I, I found it really interesting when I sat down and read it through. And I don't know about you, but a few things struck me. Um, just very, very quickly. The first thing that leapt off the pages at me was fake news. And isn't that appropriate for us today? As we hear so much fake news. Fake news about the coronavirus, the scams that are going on, people trying to take advantage. It all seems so modern, doesn't it? But here, in first century Cyprus, in the form of Bar-Jesus, trying to pervert the governor. And I think there's a note of caution for us there as well about dabbling in things that have powerful forces behind them, the occult and sorcery and so on. The second thing that occurred to me was the power of the gospel to change lives. When Paul and Barnabas spoke with the proconsul, Paulus, and remember he was the representative of the great power the superpower of the time. The power that would persecute Christians. When he heard the gospel, he believed. Maybe one of the first uh, Gentile converts from Rome. There's a thought. 
and of course there is a link uh, Jenny's just put it up and and it's so true that as Paul said to uh, bar Jesus that he would be blind for a while that's exactly what had happened to Paul on his way to Damascus Paul of course eventually saw the light didn't he as it were saw the light and his life changed completely and he was then able empowered by the spirit to go out on his missionary journeys And actually, that's the, that's the final thing that, that occurred to me this morning. Uh, what an encouragement the church in Antioch is for us. As we sit here today, what an encouragement that church so many years ago can be for us. Did you notice at the start of the passage, when they were making their decisions, how they went about it? They listened to God's word. Think they were probably patient as well, waiting for confirmation. They prayed. That's really important in making decisions, isn't it? They prayed before making their decisions, and I guess they involved the whole church community in their prayer because they were worshiping together. And they had the faith to accept God's will. The two of their members were going to go out to the work that was prepared for them. And it also struck me that perhaps at times faith is like flying by the seat of your pants. Stepping out, not quite knowing where you're going to go, where you're going to end up. Perhaps as Paul and Barnabas as they set off to Cyprus. It reminded me of the call of Abram when God said, set off and I will take you to the place where I want you to be. That's a challenge for us today, isn't it? But I do encourage us all, actually, what the church in Antioch did. Worship, prayer, listening, patience and action. Show us your way, O Lord, and we will walk it to the end. The 6th century hermit Dorotheus of Gaza wrote, Scripture says, love your neighbour as yourself. And yet, you ask, how can I love my neighbour as myself when I have things hidden in my heart which I cannot see or even know? Do not consider virtues excessively difficult or unattainable, but make at least a little effort and have confidence in God. If our brother or sister needs something, give it freely. By this we go up the ladder of righteousness one rung at a time until finally, with God's help, we reach the top. For through this repeated coming to your neighbour's rescue, you do what is advantageous both for your neighbour and yourself.
So shall we come to our time of prayer for the morning as we bring our intercessions before the Lord. And as ever, uh, if you have things that you're praying for just now, if you pop a few words down in the comments and allowing for the time lag, uh, we'll, we'll see as many as we can. But we can all be assured that um, when we pray, the Lord will hear and will respond. So shall we pray. Lord, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for that reading about Saul and Barnabas setting out in faith. And we ask you, Lord, um, to give us the courage that we need at times to step out in faith. When we're not sure where it, where it will lead us, but trusting in you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we pray for family, families continuing to keep in touch with each other. Lord, this time of separation is so difficult. We do pray that uh, connections can be maintained. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We thank God for the healing from COVID in Jenny's family. And it's so good. It's so good to see that Bernice is better. We thank you, Lord, for your healing and your care. For your compassion and your comfort. And thanks, Gavi. Yes, Lord, please heal our land. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Lord, we pray for all who mourn. For all who have lost loved ones. May they know the comfort of your presence in their lives, Lord. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Lord, we do pray for a safe ending to this period of lockdown. We don't know when that will be, Lord. We pray for patience to see it through to the end. And for a plan to be formulated as soon as is practicable, Lord, for us to be able to come out of this period. Lord, during this period of lockdown, we pray for families. Families where there are so many different stresses, uh, with, with mums and dads having to try and work from home, and with children at home having to try and work on their schoolwork. Lord, we do pray also for the speedy finding of a vaccine. We, we thank you for these companies that are trying to, uh, to find, to develop a vaccine. We pray that you'll bless their work, Lord, that something can happen very soon. 
And Lord, we give thanks for, uh, as Bruce has prayed, Lord, for the, for the big night in the other night, for the amount of money that was raised to, to help in this situation. And we give thanks also for so many other initiatives going on around the country. And once again, Lord, give thanks for Captain Tom and all that he has done. What a wonderful thing. He'll be number one when he's a hundred. Thank you for his efforts, Lord. And Lord, yes, we do pray for those for whom plans have had to be put on hold. And not knowing how long they're going to have to wait. The, the people who are waiting to be married. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Lord, we pray for our village, for everybody who lives here, for those who are scared and lonely, those who are in isolation, those who are suffering anxiety. We pray, Lord, that you'll calm their fears. And yes, Lord, we do pray for greater patience and love and strength during this really challenging time. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so let's say the Lord's Prayer together. I'll be using the traditional form but please do feel free to use whichever form of the prayer is more comfortable for you to use. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Lord, help us to see that our well-being is inextricably bound to the well-being of our neighbour. Our sorrows are shared, our longings are shared. Our fears are shared. Enable us also to share compassion, patience and courage today. Amen. So may the peace of the Lord Christ go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. Amen. Thank you all for being here. Do have a good day.